0: is good everybody man this is your guy manny and this is the talking sports with manny channel look i'm gonna talk about the draft gonna talk about this draft through the eyes of a washington commander's fan so yes i'm talking nfl but at the same time, you guys have to realize that I'm a Washington Commanders fan. So you're going to get a lot of Washington Commanders terminology. You're going to hear me refer back to Washington, refer back to Washington, refer back to Washington. It's very early in the morning. I decided to go live just to kind of capture my video live. So no no edits, none of that. It's just me, just, just talking. So I know it's super early. I'm not expecting anybody to really be on, but I got to drop this video. I just dropped two videos that I'm going to be posting later on today, breaking down uh Washington's uh, second round pick and third round pick. But I'm going to go through the entire second round. I'm going to go through the entire third round, and I'm going to tell you guys what I saw, what I liked, what I didn't like. So while I pull up some information, day two was wild. As a fantasy football guy, the landing spots – for day two and day three, to me, was terrible. I wasn't excited about the landing spots, especially being a fantasy guy. Some of these teams were just drafting running backs to draft running backs. Some of teams, I'm not going to mention any names, were neglecting needs and just reaching for players. You saw this quarterback class suffer. No quarterbacks went in day well in the second round because I mean day two is second to third round. We saw a run on quarterbacks in round three, but these quarterbacks were lucky. You hear me? Lucky to get some good landing spots. So that's good. So in a way, it made sense in certain spots, right? But watching this draft, I'm like, man, these running backs are going to crazy landing spots. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how this thing is going to shake out. But at the end of the day, I think that these young men have an opportunity Um, To live out their dreams, whether it works out or not, you know, so respect, respectfully speaking, I'm going to talk about some guys. I might give some negative remarks. That does not mean that I don't respect these men that have that have reached a level of success that many people in the world would not would I mean would never reach. So with all due respect, I'm going to say some things about several kids. Some might be negative, but it's just critiquing them as players and not as men. Uh, I Look, I applaud everybody who has been drafted. But um. so kicking things off with the uh, uh, second round, right? The 33rd pick of that draft went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you were hearing rumors. The Buccaneers are getting calls. Uh, you know, people are trying to move up. People want this pick to get a quarterback, specifically Malik Willis. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers draft Malik Willis this and this and this and that? It was a whole bunch of talk. (sighs) At the end of the day, the Buccaneers said, look, we're going to keep this pick. We're not going to draft a quarterback because we have Kyle Trask sitting in the rings waiting. We invested a second-round pick in this guy, so why take another quarterback to take over when Tom Brady gets done? But they were able to draft Logan Hall defensive end from Houston with the next pick. This is where it gets interesting because now this is Green Bay picking. And I believe that Green Bay moved up to get this pick. I can't remember. I'm not going to really break down who traded for what, who did what. But uh, Green Bay had the 34th pick and they drafted Christian Watson. This is a guy who had a phenomenal year uh, at North Dakota State, playing with Trey Lance the year before. But, you know, with COVID and everything, this guy right here, you know, he's 6'4", blazing speed. I thought – that he would be a perfect fit for Green Bay in the first round. Green Bay was able to get him in the second round, but look at where they had to get him. They had to get, had to move up to get this guy, to scare this guy, because he has a lot of upside. If this guy can work on his hands, he's 6'4", 208 pounds, if he can work on his hands, Aaron Rodgers, I was telling my guy Tommy, I said, if Christian Watson goes to Green Bay, he has a higher success rate of being a good wide receiver in this league because you get to play with one of the GOATs. And Aaron Rodgers, and right now on that team, they don't have wide receivers. So Christian Watson playing with Aaron Rodgers is just as good as it gets. Christian Watson has a chance to do something special, to, to, I mean, to be great. He's ranked as a number seven wide receiver in this draft, potentially. But playing with Aaron Rodgers was the best landing spot for this guy. I'm excited for him with the 35th pick, Roger McCrary goes to the Titans. They had several needs and they needed a cornerback. They grabbed their cornerback. This is where it gets interesting. In pick 36, Brees Hall goes to the Jets. For fantasy fans, you're upset because you have Michael Carter. You were excited about the Michael Carter upside. Now you get Brees Hall who can come in and produce right away. I mean, I I felt that Brees Hall was the best running back in this draft. Then Jalen Petrie goes pick 37 to Houston. Very good safety from Baylor. Then you have Arnold Ekabenti going to uh, Arizona. I'm mean, sorry, not Arizona, um, going to the Hawks. Then you have uh, uh, Kyla Gordon, cornerback, going to the Chicago Bears. Now you're seeing defensive players come off the board. This is where you're trying to get your corners. You're trying to get your linebackers. You're trying, whatever your need is, you want to get it at the top of the second round, not the middle, because sometimes you got to reach. So you saw teams move up, move up. Move up to get their guy. Uh, you have Boye, Mafe, uh linebacker for uh, uh, Minnesota. Uh, I'll go to um, Seattle. Then you have Seattle again with back-to-back picks. They get Kenneth Walker, the second. No, the third. Kenneth Walker, the third. I was shocked because you have a Chris Carson. You have a Rashad Penny who had a great half of the year. Now you get a Kenneth Walker. To me has the potential to be the best running back in this draft. He gets to go at 41. He was a guy that I wanted for my commanders at 47. He goes at 41. At this moment, I'm sick of the draft. I'm I, I, Look, I'm pissed off. I'm like, man, my boy Kenneth Walker goes to a terrible situation. He was a guy that I loved in, uh, in uh, Dynasty. Now it, everything changes because now you're going to a situation where you got to work your way up. But I also think that there's no way Seattle keeps those three backs. Maybe they keep all three. And then they phase one out. If they have to phase one out, it's most likely going to be Chris Carson, who was a late round to maybe undrafted guy. I can't remember at this moment. But you also have a guy like Rashard Penny who had that first round capital. So it seems like they're going to invest more in Rashard Penny. But then again, he stays hurt. So you don't know what you have. Then again, Chris Carson, he stays hurt. So that's why you have Kenneth Walker, who's going to be the, he's going to be the running back for the future. He's going to be the guy moving forward. So I like the Kenneth Walker pick. But I hated it that my team didn't get Kenneth Walker. At pick 42, Andrew Booth Jr., one of the top corners in the draft. Let me see where he was ranked. Uh, he was ranked the number four corner in this draft. You're able to get Andrew Booth at pick 42, the 10th pick in the second round. This guy has a potential to be a major steal in this draft. I mean, his upside is just so high i love this pick calvin booth jr going to clemson another guy that i was hoping fell to my washington commanders but he didn't uh you have Wondell uh, uh robinson wide receiver with the 43rd pick what are the giants doing you have so many needs you go wide receiver once again early in the second round Wandell Robinson is a good player but he's a slot wide receiver he's 5'8 maybe they want to maybe they want to address their special teams but you already have a Kadarius Tony who does some of the things that Wandell Moore does so you paid Kenny Galladay you draft Kadarius Tony in the first round in the first round then you go in the second round and get Wandell Robinson look I'm a guy that says you should draft a wide receiver every single year. But at this point in the draft, Wendell Robinson right here, I don't know. But you want to give Daniel Jones as much weapons as possible to see what you have in Daniel Jones before you get rid of the guy. So this is crazy to me. Um, Wendell Moore, (laughs) I mean, Wendell Robinson, let's see what happens. Oh, man, what's good, man? Appreciate you hopping on the stream, man. Uh, thank you, man. I love, I'm so passionate about this stuff. And I, look, you guys are the ones that make this worthwhile. I love interacting with everyone. That's why it's called Talking Sports with Manny, man. We talk sports. So I appreciate you, man. Appreciate all the support. So with the 12th pick in the third round. All right, take it back. <laughs> My son, is he's, he's tripping. All right, so... John Mechie with the 12th pick in the second round. It was a great pick. I was I was interested to see who is gonna go after John Mechie. I said, Wow, it's okay. You're doing good. All right, go on. Go on. So I, I was really interested to see who was gonna draft John Mechie, and it happened to be the Houston Texans. They have Nico Collins, you have Brandon uh Brandon Cooks. John Mechie has a chance to be one of the better wide receivers in this draft. Yes, he's five eleven, but he plays bigger than five eleven. Alabama produces pretty good players. This was a guy that I didn't mind falling to my team, even though you know we already drafted a receiver in the first round. Hey, T. Ho, man, what's good, man? Uh, yeah, I love the the uh, Brian Robinson pick. I'm going to be getting to that in a minute as I go down this uh, draft order. So yeah, John Mechie, great pick for uh, for these guys. He was. Ranked the number ninth wide receiver, and they get this guy in the second round. Great, great pick. With the 13th pick, the Ravens select David Ojabo. Another good pick. Look, the Ravens, they draft defense after defense after defense. They don't draft nothing but defense. That is the beauty of the Ravens. Like, they know the kinds of players that they're getting. They're, they're The Ravens build a culture. They build a culture that works for them. And that's the beauty of what teams like to do. So we're starting to see Ron Rivera build some kind of culture. We're going to get to Washington's pick in a minute, but you, they, they're building some kind of culture. And if you look at the kinds of picks that Washington makes, they're high character guys. They might not always be the most talented guys. They try to draft the guys that fit their system. What's good, Hawkman? Hey, you guys are up this morning. I'm surprised to see a whole bunch of you guys up this morning. Honestly, I thought I was going to be talking to myself. Um, so, Josh Pascal goes with the 14th pick to the Lions. Then we get to pick 15. Finally, the Washington commander select for Darian Mathis. He was the fifth-ranked defensive tackle in his draft. What's good, Tom Sports, man? Let's get it, man. Let's get it. We up. We excited. Uh, I have to record this before I get to work, but I'll be working today and, you know, watching the draft, so I'll be coming on. Either later on tonight or maybe tomorrow to talk about day three of this draft. So, Fedarian uh, Mathis, we all know that Deron Payne possibly might not be here. Hey, what's good, Pat? What's good? What's good with you? So, Deron Payne might not be here, but then now you get a Fidarian Mathis. Hey, for the Washington fans out there, you guys look out for two videos that I'm going to drop after the stream is over with. It's going to be the video about Fidarian Mathis and then also the video about Brian Robinson. Jr., so you guys keep a lookout for that. Uh T says, I watched Brian Robinson's tape. He made some flashes here and there, but I love his physicality. That's what that's what he does best. That's what he does best. He's big, he's physical, he's a true, real running back. But yeah, the Federian Thomas uh Mathis uh uh it was a it was a reach, but we all know what Ron Rivera is trying to do. You definitely could have got, gone Juwan Brisker here. You could have gone so many options. Juwan Brisker goes with the next pick to the Bears, and I was I was upset. I was hurt. I was like, why? I wanted Brisker. I wanted that guy that can play that Buffalo nickel, but also some guy that brings some physicality to that back end of the defense. That doesn't happen. Uh, Alante Taylor, a cornerback, goes to goes to the Saints. Watch out for this guy. The Saints make these smart picks that end up being stars. Go back and look at the draft history when they drafted Alvin Kamara. That draft class was special. I think everybody in that draft class ended up getting paid. Hawks says, my quick reaction, we drafted three guys that could potentially start uh, uh, next further down the road for sure. However, they're immediately going to be backups. No, I disagree. You did not draft Jahan Doxon at pick 16 in the first round to be a backup. No, he will not be a backup. Your starters are going to be Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. Those will be your starters at wide receiver. So I, I don't agree with your statement, but I do believe that Brian Robinson is going to contribute. It's not going to be more so as a backup. I see Brian Robinson being more so um 1B. Antonio Gibson is going to be 1A because he has experience. Brian Robinson, 1B. In a year or two, it's going to swap. It's going to flip. It's going to flip. So that's what's going to happen just because we have guys in front of them that command more snaps. No, nobody is getting more snaps than Jahan Dotson on the outside. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Jahan Dotson will be on the field early and often. He's a weapon. He's clearly the second-best wide receiver on this team. since every DT is replaceable, but Phil Mathis is a big dude that looks like a truck out there. Um, Hawk says, not to mention it's contract year for Deron Paint. Absolutely. So I can understand that, but why Draft this guy here. Maybe they felt he was not going to be available in the third round, but anyways, we continue with this draft. Um, Taekwon friend, why did he go so early to the Pats at pick 18? The Pats draft a wide receiver that has speed, but you have a quarterback that has noodle arm, you have a quarterback that throws short, short passes. I just didn't get that. Maybe they're bringing this guy here to be a gadget guy. Maybe he's going to run some end-around, some sweeps, some some screens. Maybe he's the guy that's going to play special teams, kickoff returner and you know punt returner. Then maybe he gives you some wide receiver upside, but I just don't get it. Yes, he had the fastest combine uh, uh, 40 in history. That does not warrant getting this guy in the second round at pick 18. Anyways, pick 19, center, goes to, to Philly Cameron Juergens. Then you have George Pickens at the 20th pick. George Pickens is my guy. I'm telling you guys, Pittsburgh got a good one. Pittsburgh is the best team when it comes to drafting wide receivers. You see why I I say I'm a guy that believes firmly in drafting a wide receiver every single year. Draft a wide receiver every single year because you never know. It's become a premium position. These wide receivers are getting Pay big money, the more wide receivers you have, the better it works for you. Since they got Matt Jones. Matt Jones is good, but he's not a guy with a strong arm. He's a good quarterback. He's not a guy with a strong arm. I say that once again. Hey, what's good, Shalor, man? What's good with you, man? Uh, Pickens is about to ball. Yes, I believe it. And Pittsburgh was able to get a quarterback that can come in and play right away. Trubisky might play the first two three games. Everybody wants Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is going to make things interesting. Now I'm interested in Claypool again. I'm interested in Deontay Johnson. and You know I'm interested in George Pickens. Man, they got a good one right there. Alec Pierce, another one of my guys, went to the Colts with the 21st pick. Then you see Sky Skymore going pick 22. So you see that wide receiver run. It was like bang, 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 bang. Had... The Kansas City Chiefs been smarter. They could have traded up and got a George Pickens, but I do love Sky Moore. Y'all know I love me some Sky Moore. I do love Alec Pierce. That. These were good landing spots for these three guys that I like. So let's see how things go. Trey McBride going to the Cardinals. The Cardinals killed this draft. All the Cardinals was able to do was get weapons. Weapons, weapons, and more weapons. They got old weapons. They got young weapons. You have a guy in Trey McBride is going to learn from one of the goats in Zach Ertz. When this kid, Trey McBride, is ready, he is going to be a problem. Y'all hear me? He's going to be a problem. So, Trey McBride going pick 23, 24, Sam Williams. Uh, Then you have an OT by Tampa Bay, Luke God- Godoke, or whatever however you say his name. Then Ed Ingram goes. Pick 27 to uh, to Minnesota. Cam Taylor-Britt, safety goes to um, the Bengals. Now you've seen the safety run. You've seen the safeties leave. They're like, boom, 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 boom. They're just leaving, right? Then you see um, Drake Jackson, 29th pick, go to San Francisco. You see Brian Cook, safety, go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Then you see James Cook, look. At this point in the draft, I believe that I was doing something. I was doing something, and uh I missed that James Cook pick. Yeah, I look Pickett. Yeah, look, Pickett is definitely going to pick one or two. He's definitely gonna pick one or two. These quarterbacks were so weak that before the draft in fantasy, everybody was like, Oh, Malik Willis, Malik Willis, it's not that? that was Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Kenny Pickett is for sure, for sure, number one and number two. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how things change. Yeah, Cook will be a steal. I agree with you. Uh, I love this James Cook pick because we all know that he's versatile. He can run, he can catch. And the way that the Buffalo Bills play, this is the running back that they needed. Not only can he be a complement to a Singletary, he might lead that backfield. So now, this James Cook uh, 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 pick right here is skyrocketing. I did a rookie draft where I took Jahan Doxon, then I took uh, James Cook in fantasy, I took a few other rookies, and those two picks that I made in this early rookie draft bolded well for me. I have two guys that I'm excited about that, that are going to come in with plenty of upside and, you know, come in and do great things in the fantasy world and in real life. So I love that James Cook pick. It, it, look, it stuck up on me. I didn't even know until I was looking. I'm like, what? The Bills got James Cook? That makes that offense a little bit more special. I'm telling you guys. Nick Benito, great player, goes to Denver Broncos, and that wrapped up the second round. I'm going to get into the third round. Remember, I'm talking NFL draft, but I'm talking NFL draft from the eyes of a Washington Commanders fan. Uh, in the third round, you had Luke Fortner going to uh, uh, going to the Jags. I'm not going to go through every single pick. I'm just going to highlight the picks that, that jumped out to me. Brian Asamoah goes to the Vikings. He's another linebacker that I wanted. This was the round that I was so pissed off because I'm seeing linebackers go and go and go and go and i know my team needs a linebacker i don't know what ron rivera is doing but uh you know um giants selected a guard then you know a corner goes off and martin emerson has potential to do some pretty good things anytime you're playing in the sec i trust the players in the sec i think of the sec as a mini nfl so whenever my team drafts sec guys i don't get upset because at least I know the level of competition is up to par, if anything. a uh, Tijo says, I don't know who's the best available linebacker, corner, safety in day three and tight end. At this point, I don't know. It's a crapshoot at this point. Uh, we'll see what happens as the day goes on. Nicholas Pete Frey was selected by the Titans. Uh, Chad Muma, a guy that I, I wanted, went uh, pick 70 to the Jags. That's a good one right there because they lost a linebacker. Now they gain a linebacker that's going to come in and do some work for them. Another guy that I wanted for my commanders now, Vela's Jones Jr. This guy right here has some blazing speed, but at the same time, this is the, one of the oldest rookies to ever get drafted. This guy played six years in college football, uh, but he, he, he is going to make an impact for the Bears as it stands right now. He's the second best wide receiver on the Bears, so if they can get two to three good years out of this kid, well, out of this man, <laughs> it just bodes well for them. Um, Jelaney Woods, I missed this pick. This was a tight end that I wanted. He goes to the Colts. The Colts really needed a tight end. Now they get Jelaney Woods, one of the better athletic tight ends in this draft, going in the ninth pick of the third round. Desmond Ritter went pick 10. Desmond Ritter going pick 10. Um, I love it because he gets to... You know, take his time, learn from Marcus Mariota, and then possibly come in, take over, and do his thing. Let me get into these comments for a little bit. I bet Ron Rivera has phobia and afraid of drafting LB. <laughs> he could have drafted Nicole Dean, but with the injury history, he just didn't want to risk it. But I'm like, well, what's the risk? Take the guy. That I mean, Nicole Dean is a smaller linebacker, but he has the potential to be a London Fletcher type guy. I mean, that's what I was, you know, looking at. He says, uh, Velas Jones is about to be 25 years old in May, I think. Yeah, he's going to be 25 years old. Yeah, he's an older guy, but he can be a surprise guy, especially in the fantasy world. So it's a guy to keep an eye out on in the third rounds of your rookie drafts for those who play uh, fantasy. Desmond Ritter going to the uh, Falcons once again. Like I said, great pick. Great pick for them. Christian Harris, another linebacker I wanted, goes to the Houston Texans. Uh, We keep sliding up. Who else jumped out to me? Uh, JT Woods, another defensive back, goes to the Chargers. Greg Dalton, great pick, great pick. Another tight end, need a tight end. These tight ends are leaving. These linebackers are leaving. So Greg Dalton to the Broncos. Uh, What other picks? So the Kobe Dean finally got to go in the third round. Um, I was mad because I wanted the Kobe Dean at 47. He goes at pick 83. Not only that, he goes to the rivals. He goes to the Eagles. I'm pissed off. Um, You know, Eagles got a good one. The East got better. Um, Washington kind of stayed the same and just got some solid players so far up until this point. Malik Willis. The Titans traded up to come get Malik Willis. I love this because, first of all, I live in Nashville. I will be going to their training camp to check out Malik Willis. I will be going to a few (laughs) preseason games to check out Malik Willis because I think that he's an exciting player. I hope the kid makes it in, in in the nfl but he's a project he's uh he's gonna need a year maybe two years you draft this guy you can stash this guy and where you're getting him was great value at pick 86 opposed to getting him in the first 32 picks so you get a malik willis tennett hills contract is guaranteed this year but it's not guaranteed next year so like i said it was great landing spots for these quarterbacks yes malik great landing spot desmond ritter great landing spots so, the third round was a sweet spot for this week quarterback class, uh, speaking respectively. Now, here's a pick that I was most interested in here. Jalen Tolbert, one of my guys. Jalen Tolbert gets to go to the Dallas Cowboys. I hated that. for the. I mean, Jalen Tolbert can play. He goes there, and automatically he's their third-best wide receiver. He's the he's third-best wide receiver. You guys are going to learn more about this Jalen Tobert kid. I'm telling you guys, he gets to play with Dak. He might not be a contributor right away, but the kid, I love his potential. Um, moving on, Dylan Parham, guard, going to uh, the Raiders. That's a really, really good guard, really, really good landing spot. If you guys are jumping on, please like, please subscribe, please share. Appreciate the support, guys. Um, Rashad White, interesting landing spot goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we know that Rashad White is a back that has a chance to be special, but his upside is the receiving side of things. He's more than a receiver, more than a receiver, but we know if you're playing with the GOAT Tom Brady, he's going to feed you and pepper you with targets. So automatically, this guy is going to be in the works for the Bucs. Uh, Chalor says, great pick for the Raiders, one in first. Yeah, I wanted, look. I want a par for us. Like, that's what I'm saying. The third round was so annoying being a Washington Commanders fan because I'm seeing all these players that I wanted leave. And then it's like, why did we trade down again? You know what I'm saying? Why don't we trade down and get a super low third round pick? But it's okay. A third round pick is a third round pick. So eventually, Matt Corral gets to go to the Panthers. Another good landing spot for Matt Corral. But prior to that, Tyrion David Price goes to (laughs) San Francisco. San Francisco has running back after running back after running back. If you play fantasy football, you're pretty much pissed off every single Sunday, figuring out which running back is it going to be. Kyle Shanahan and his shenanigans, he's going to be swapping, swapping. Look, he has no emotional attachments to his running backs. He plays whichever running back that's hot. So this is going to be a guy that's going to go in fantasy drafts now because he's going to San Francisco. So I expect him with the third round draft capital in dynasty drafts uh but moving on along nick cross a guy that i wanted he went pick 96 the commanders had picked 98 i am so mad to this point nick cross is gone very good safety then another safety goes kirby joseph then washington is sitting there at pick 98 and to be honest Let's say this was a year where we didn't have the Yami Brown or we didn't have some of these other. Let's say we didn't resign Cam Sims or we, let's say we were struggling at wide receiver to where we needed two wide receivers. I definitely would have gone Brian Bell. I think Brian Bell is going to be a dog in this league. But we selected Brian Robinson Jr. I was cool with Zamir White or Brian Robinson Jr. I needed a true running back. And at this point, they were the better ones that were available for what we're trying to do. You need a bruiser. But then you also need a guy that has potential to be a lead back. And you get Brian Robinson Jr. You guys check out this Brian Robinson Jr. that I'm going to drop on the YouTube channel later on today. I break yeah, down what he does well. Uh, and I really get to show you guys some videos and things of that nature. So I'm moving on along. Um, a pick that I liked in this draft was at pick 101. It was Jeremy Rucker. Jeremy Rucker has a chance to be maybe the best tight end in this class. He played at Ohio State. Go check out Jeremy Ruckert. I wanted him for my commanders, but I was hoping he fell to the fourth round. Would have been a sweet spot to get a Ruckert, but he goes to the Jets. I'm telling you, the Jets killed this draft. The Jets, the Ravens, there are so many teams. I'm going to be doing a video on the channel that's going to be focused really on what went went well for, you know, um, what what, what oh, I can't even talk right now. What went well for several different teams? What went bad? Good picks, bad picks. Um, that'll be coming later on this week. I'll be, I'll be just dropping post-draft content after content after content. Now, Shannon Tindall, another linebacker that I wanted, went to pick 20, 102. Leo Chennault, he went off the board. Another guy that I wanted. And like I told you guys, the third round was tough for me to watch. I don't know how. The fourth round is going to go. We do have two picks there. Um, so hopefully my commanders get something good. Um, then Danny Gray, SMU. I got to learn more about him. Uh, with Debo Samuel being in a the limbo, they needed to show up some wide receiver depth there. So they do that. That was the last pick of the fourth round. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm going to kind of run through these these last few comments. Uh, yeah, big back. He's a problem. The Jets are killing his draft most definitely. Um, Greg Dolchich is a tight end. Uh, yes, Greg Dolchich was drafted last night. I talked about who he went to, but yeah, he was drafted last night. He definitely was a tight end that I was looking at. Uh, he's gone, so this episode is definitely going into the back row commander show. Um, the people that listen to the back row commander show, this is not really a commander's episode per se, but. It's definitely the NFL draft through the eyes of a Washington Commanders fan. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this video. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I'll be dropping two videos on the YouTube channel. Please like, please subscribe, please share. This is a Talking Sports with Manny channel. I appreciate the support that the, I appreciate the support that you guys give me daily, uh, all the time on this channel. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Y'all be safe. Hey, I'm hoping for a great day three. Let's go ahead and kill it. Let's pray that the commanders get some pretty good picks that's going to set us up for the future. Lay love y'all. Take command. Hail to the commanders. Let's get it. We out. Peace.